Good morning, news from FloridaLA.net, and I'm Kemp Parr. This morning, my guest is Joe Yarbrough, the president of the CRI, the Carpet and Rug Institute. Joe, how you doing? Kemp, I'm doing very well. Happy holidays, post-Thanksgiving to you. Well, we certainly, as an industry and as individuals, have very much to be thankful for after surviving the COVID year. I agree. So we're happy. Let's just talk about that real quick. Just a little background. You know, if you look at our annual report issue with the May issue floor focus, we've got the carpet side of the business, you know, take the rug out of it, but dropped to about $7 billion. That's a, a, you know, kind of a low point. And then when you add the rugs in it, it's a $9.6 billion business. And if you look at the fastest growing category, resilient, that was at about $5.7 billion. So those were the 20 numbers. Obviously, we had a quarter there, almost a full quarter, at least two full months with very little activity. So this year has been much better. I talked to Dan Frierson the other day, and he was talking about how well his business is doing. I'd say close to 80% of his business is the soft surface side. So that was good to hear. It was also good to hear from him that the consumer's buying better carpet. So not only are we seeing unit growth and dollar growth, but we're seeing an average price per yard go up. I think he, he said something like close to 12%. I mean, a little bit of that might be price increases, but a lot of that's just better goods, right? Yes, sir. That is certainly correct. And we feel very optimistic for our industry coming out of the second half of 2020, which was obviously a nice recovery compared to those first two quarters when nobody quite knew what was happening with anything in regards to the economy and being able to work and that sort of thing. So I think we've seen some stability. I would submit to you that it's been sort of a tale of two issues, though, because the economic reports and those kinds of data that we follow indicate that housing starts are continuing to be on the upper end of numbers that we haven't seen in quite a few years. We're seeing a lot of existing home sales that fortunately require, in many cases, remodeling and refreshing. So the good news is we've got those very positive things occurring, Mm -hmm. but the other side of that coin is we're seeing, unfortunately, significant inflation in just about everything from all raw materials to transportation, logistics, as well as the continued shortage of the necessary labor to operate our factories. So Mm -hmm. great demand, strong opportunity, just, you know, finding ways to manufacture the inventories to meet the demand currently. So we'll take it, though. Yeah, that's right. It's certainly better than last year. That's right. Let's let's, let's hit a couple of those items. The newspaper in Chattanooga today ran a story on unemployment. They mentioned Dalton's unemployment. It's an all-time low. When there's few laborers left looking for a job, you have to pay more per hour. So that's one inflationary issue. You know, you've got all these LVT players. That was a product that was mostly sourced. And you've got five or six companies that are building factories, and they need workers there as well, don't they? That's exactly right. Not only quantity of workers in an already stressed area for, for the labor pool, but also the technology that modern plant requires. You, you've talk, You mentioned inflation of raw materials. You know, you can't make carpet without polypropylene and without the face fiber and the latex and all of those are petroleum-based products and the price of a barrel of oil is up around 70 now and we've seen that before so that goes up and down just based on things around the world right well they do you know i think we in 2020 with all the other headwinds we had you know partially due to supply and demand but also due to particularly supply, we were enjoying lower costs for petrochemicals and 
obviously the crude oil that, that is used and along with natural gas to produce those. But at $70, $80 a barrel, we're seeing a, a pretty significant increase there of, you know, as much as 45%, depending on the, the item you're looking at. So I think we would all enjoy seeing a little more energy independence in our own country, from my perspective. Yeah. My interview yesterday was a retailer who's up in Michigan, and she sells more carpet than she does hard surface. And she says that's because she lives in a cold part of the world. But uh, we always love to hear that, don't we? Yes, we do. And I've been in this industry now a little over 50 years, Kemp, and when I first came into it in the in 1970, we talked about, you know, how those markets in the northeast and, and mid upper Midwest love the soft floor covering for its insulation value, and my laws of physics tell me that hasn't changed today. Yeah, well, another contributing factor, real quick, is that people are working from home. A lot of them have noisemakers, whether they be pets or family members, and they're finding out that that room where the Zoom machine is, a video, whatever you call it, you need to have that quiet, and so they're liking the carpet in there, aren't they? Yes, sir, they are. There's so many wonderful attributes that, that carpet affords, not only being a value product, you know, in terms of install cost per square foot or square yard, whichever metric you want to use, it's still one of the best values one can find coupled with the attributes of, of softness, thermal properties, acoustic properties, slips and falls. So the attributes are very much in favor of, of someone looking to refurbish a room and, and or a space where those things like noise are a factor. Yeah. Let's talk about your recent meeting. You had an annual meeting recently, and you talked about some of the things that you achieved last year. Obviously, the organization is focused on extended producer responsibility. Most people know about, you know, what's happened in California. It's been going on for a long time. Other states have looked at it, but at this point have not passed it. So it's Illinois, Maine, Minnesota, New York, and Oregon. So that's good that that has not happened, and I know you've actively been monitoring that. Uh, you also elected a new board, and your board officers, just to run through that real quick, Tom Penley, who's the chairman, and he's with Mannington Commercial. Kurt Hutchins, uh, vice chairman, he's with Mohawk. And uh, you have Becky Boley, she's the treasurer. With y'all. All right. So uh, you've got some, uh, t- two of those guys are uh, a little younger than the folks that have been on there, so that's some new energy, right? Yes, sir. You know, we're really excited to have both Tom, who obviously has been in our industry for quite a long time, serving as our chairman for the next couple of years, and great individual, and we're really excited to have his leadership. Kurt Hutchins, who's also a great individual, but hasn't been in our flooring industry but a couple of years or so, and uh, he's he's also a great individual, and uh, looking forward to seeing his energy and and ideas and contributions that he'll be able to make to the board. Mm-hmm. Additionally, uh, our our outgoing chairman, Vance Bell, the new CEO will be uh, Tim Balkum. Right. I've had the privilege of knowing Tim for about 30 years, and Tim is just a, a great individual, and we're looking forward to having his active participation with CRI as well. Yep. So, yeah, next year, 2022, is going to be an exciting year for us as we begin to develop new strategies or approaches to our existing strategies and having those contributors will be great for the organization. Yeah, I should mention, some would say that Tim Balkum's a linhead because he's an engineer. His first job out of college of South Carolina was uh, with DuPont in the fiber business. So uh, he knows carpet through and through, doesn't he? He absolutely does. I had the privilege when I was with Aladdin Mills before our merger with Mohawk that Tim was our fiber salesman yeah. that I had privilege of working very closely with Tim. So 
we've had a great relationship for decades. Well, it's good to catch up with you. Thanks for giving our listeners a, a read on what's been going on with the Carpet and Rug Institute. Again, been talking to Joe Yarborough, the president of the CRI, and you've been listening to Kempar and FloridaLA.net.